This is exactly right. <laughs> are you leaving or are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you claim. Give us a time and date. Terminal and gate. We want to send you off in style. We want to welcome you back home. Tell us all about it. Were you scared or was it fine? Welcome to Do You Need a Ride? This is Chris Fairbanks. And this is Karen Kilgariff. Hi, my friend, Karen. Hi, Chris Fairbanks. <laughs> we... What's going down? We just podcasted yesterday. Yeah. So we a two in a row is not common for us. No, it isn't. But I was, you know, when I steamrolled the beginning of the show with my story, as I do, <laughs> I realized I had kind of a better one from yesterday. But I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'll save it or not all stories need to be told. And now suddenly this opportunity has presented itself to you. It needs to be told as much as it needs to be a documentary. What is it? I was walking out of the Walgreens. (laughs) Hold on. This is how the documentary is going to start. Yeah, yeah. It's black screen and it's Chris's voice saying, I was walking like a weird old man. Cut to still. (laughs) Wait, weird old man? Hold on. Hold on. I went to get my Metamucil at the Walgreens. (laughs) And then it's typewritten. I was walking with three eyes. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. And I, uh, uh, yeah, I just was getting, I needed rubber gloves because I'm, so I'm just walking out of the store with, rubber gloves, and I, uh, this kid came up to me, or kid, I can't tell how old people are sometimes. Right. Let's just say he was 30. So sort of a kid to me. And he just went, started telling a story, and I was in the right mood to listen. He's like, I just got dropped off. I've been in jail for three years, and I just got out, and you're the first person I've talked to that isn't in jail. And I was like, okay, wow. Uh, congratulations. You're out. Because uh, he was like a happy person. Yeah. Okay. But I tried to cut right to the chase. And I'm like, I don't have any cash, uh, but can I help you with anything? Like I assumed I would go into Walgreens and maybe buy him a beverage or something. Because he also had a knife in his pocket. Oh. But, uh, but just like a pocket knife. Like anyone... Sure. And he did have, I, he was telling me that he was in for three years, that uh, it was scary, that he uh, showered only at 3 a.m. because he thought he was going to get killed. And he did tell me a bunch of scary stories, and I did believe him. And he did have a bag of his clothes with a Bible in it with a bunch of bookmarks. 
which is kind of a the if you're if I was going to create props for someone outside of uh, just getting out of jail, the Bible with all the bookmarks would definitely be. Yeah, that's one of that them. makes you buy it. But then he was like, "Well, I gotta. I want to call my mom and my my girlfriend, and I think she's still my girlfriend. Uh, I don't, oh. but my phone doesn't. I need my phone activated." And I was like, "Oh." And uh, he's like, it shouldn't be, it should only be $30. But I, he had, whatever. I paid $60 Chris. Uh, to activate this phone. And Chris. then, and then he was following, he was, he just was, he need, he wanted a friend. I really think that's it. At no point did he try and intimidate me. But I, yeah, I, uh, I, I pay, I went into the Boost Mobile store or whatever and paid his phone bill. And then I came home and I'm like, man, I'm a sucker. Or I did a nice thing. I don't know. But could I'd, be both. Could, could be, be both. both. Yeah. Can we just agree that you can be both? Here's the thing. I think it's really nice. I think if that guy did such a good job convincing you with props yes. and with good stories <laughs> and with the kind of you're the first per it's a great, it's good writing. To, I, to start it with it like, a great you're opener. the first person I've spoken to outside of jail. He really grabbed me with that one. Yeah, yeah he did. And that is, he, that's a $60 idea right there. So you yeah. know what? I don't think this guy, uh, in the large scheme of things, yeah. scammed you. No. Uh, because there are people who are being paid for scripts that are a thousand percent less interesting than what that guy presented to you on right. the street as active, living, um, I don't know, performance art to sure. get you to help him. And yeah. it worked. And you already started. it was started, only 60 bucks. You started writing it. Yeah, you're right. It was, uh, yeah. Let's just look at it as a good idea. But I do remember you know, buying carpet cleaner from a guy, door-to-door -door guy when I lived in a house with only wood floors. Sure. Um, because he had a stain on his shirt and I felt bad for him. And then I was immediate buyer's remorse, of course, because I had yes. no carpets. Uh, and I remembered it being an expensive solution. And then <laughs> up to was. another time, also I get, I was, I was intimidated and I just wanted to defuse the situation by being the coolest guy. I'm like, yeah, man, I'll pay your bill. Like, maybe I was a little scared. There was another <laughs> time I was coming home, and this time it wasn't it wasn't gloves. It was a, a burrito. I was just holding a burrito, but it was dark. And this guy came up to me in the shadows and was like, "Hey, I'm I'm uh, I have an iPad and some iPods and a laptop." And I'm like, are you, I don't want to buy any electronics. And then he was like, well, I have a knife. And I was like, oh, that you're selling or that you might stab me with? <laughs> like it was a, a, and then. Did he answer that question? Sorry. Hold no, on. You're he, telling didn't, he didn't say, yes, I might stab you. He just said, I just said, look, because I wanted everything to be cool. I'm like, I'll just give you the money I have in my pocket. And then next time I see you, maybe I'll buy that iPad because at the time I didn't have an iPad. <laughs> and uh and he's like, okay, cool. Well, let me know. And then he gave me his phone number. <laughs> so I had his phone <laughs> number. I was kind of like subtly mugged, but I then had his phone number. You also helped the mugging yourself by basically yes. volunteering uh, yes. the money. You didn't this guy had a tattoo on his arms of bleeding 
boxing gloves. Okay. It was uh, two boxing gloves with blood dripping on. So that, if you have that tattoo, I know you can outbox me. You can <laughs> disable me, put me to the ground and take all the money you want on your own. Also, and my burrito. I really wanted to eat that burrito. You needed just... the burrito. Also, he came from the shadows. <laughs> yeah. Always bad. Always for vampires. And the next night was uh, Maximum Fun Con. And so on stage, I was like, yeah, this guy gave me his phone number. Everyone texted him, hey, are you selling any iPads? <laughs> and so all of a sudden, he got like 65 texts from the audience. <laughs> but it sort of backfired because then he was like, who the fuck is this? He started threatening people. Sure. And I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot to mention he was kind of scary. And then I felt bad, all these sweet uh, podcast fans of Jordan's. So sorry, Jordan. Sorry, Max FunCon. Uh, was, yeah, I don't, I feel like um, presenting I mean, this story this way, I feel like you want me to participate in it with you and help you unwind it a little bit. I wanted you to yell at me. Did <laughs> you? Yeah. Well, what I'm saying is um, next time you walk on the lit side of the street, get a sure. little more of a lady uh, lens going on yeah. your life. Yes. We don't walk near the shadows at night when I we go get a shadows. burrito. That's not the side of the street we walk on. Yeah. It was nighttime. I don't know why I was looking for shade. You were <laughs> you were like, where, I'm going to go under this bridge. Um, well, that, but you know what? I think both of those the second guy was mugging you for sure. Yeah, very, very casually because he mentioned the knife. And I did out loud say, to sell me or stab me with? And he kind of shrugged. He and was like, I was either, like, well, I don't, how much would you give me for it? Yeah, <laughs> your life. How much is your life worth? worth $75. Yeah, I, I do get I intimidated by boxing glove tattoos. I let a guy in my driveway in Austin, he... I had a dent in the back of my car and he came to the door. He's like, I'm going to fix that dent. And he just started working on it. And I just wanted to be like, stop. I don't want you to bondo the back of my car. But then I saw his boxing, boxing gloves. He also had a boxing glove tattoo. I'm not kidding. I'm just now realizing two different guys that have taken advantage of me. Because then he drove me to an ATM and he wanted more money than he quoted but I saw that boxing glove thing. And you know I've been, I can handle myself, Karen. What, I've been, when? And by that, At I mean, I've, I've been punched many times. I've had my <laughs> nose broken a couple times, and I didn't fall down. I just kept running my mouth. So like I Chris can, Rock? You, you Chris Rocked it where you took the hit and you turned back I, around and put your hands behind your back? My composure is on a Chris Rock level. Every time I've been punched, I immediately come out with a joke like, Oh, did a fly just land on my nose or oh. did someone's grandma just hit me? That was one I used once. Nice. Nothing against grandmas, but it, it was a different atmosphere. It was the early 2000s. It was the early 2000s. We would we, never we say that. We were shitting on old people constantly yes. in the early 2000s. We made them rap. We made them <laughs> dance to youth music. It was horrible. There's a lot of elder act, abuse. Yeah, confused act about the where the beef was. Yes. Ugh. Making uh, old ladies talk about beef concert. Well, that was a little <laughs> earlier than the 2000s, but still. Yeah. Was, sometimes I confuse the early 2000s with my early, early childhood. <laughs> I want to say this, though, about yes. the 
people who you can't tell if they're mugging you or giving you a hard sell. This has also happened to me twice. Yeah. And one time it was in an office building and it was like right when I was starting a job. So it was in this weird kind of empty office building. And this, I heard the elevator ding. And then the guy walked into my office and was, and basically sold me base a pre-bought spa package where it was like, 150 bucks for all these spa treatments. And he was cute. And he was like, he was almost like a camp counselor where he immediately squatted down by my desk and was like, you look like you needed this. And and it was this hard sell that I was like, I just, I had no choice. It was like, there was no, there's a way people do that manipulatively with the way they speak, where you don't get to talk, you don't, there's no, right. it's just statements he's making about what you want and what you're doing and what you need. And yeah. you get pulled right into it. And then yeah. the, oh, you're, when you finally do get to participate, what you're going to do is write a check for $150. And yeah. I literally did it. He left my office and then I picked up the phone and called my bank and said, I don't know what just happened, That's so but funny. I need you to cancel this check. <laughs> I did it too. I got a bunch of magazines and yeah. had to find a phone number. I'm like, uh, stop. I don't want field and stream. Yeah, I just got routed by yeah. somebody who's good at what they do. Yeah. And also the jail guy. I like kind of respect the jail guy because I feel like there might be a grain of truth to that story. Yes. He you don't had just come up with right. And yeah. and that's a person just saying, Hey, look, I'm in need and I'm trying to make you care about it somehow. I asked him. I don't actually, think that's bad. No, actually, I felt good at uh, that. The, that was a different situation yesterday. He was a sweet kid and he went through some something scary and he actually kept saying how scary it was. Also, he said Suge Knight was in the jail. He's like, yeah, they haven't sent him to prison. He's just in the jail. He's down at, he's at county? I guess so. I called it county too. And he looked at me like, ah, maybe they only call it county in movies. Uh, <laughs> that's the sheriff's office. What do you, t- I don't, yeah, I think we're right though. It would be the sheriff county jail what a, or maybe just the the city prison i don't know what it's called down I don't downtown know. i have never been arrested <laughs> i don't know anything yeah same and uh but he did say he started to tell me i maybe even asked like what did you do uh was it stabbing someone with your left front pocket knife <laughs> and no he just said he didn't really tell me but he said he was walking by a gas station and these people started making fun of, he said, people were making fun of me. One of them called me Michael Jackson because I was wearing a hat. And and anyway, he just kind of turned, changed the story. But I think someone died Uh, because he kept talking Uh about all the other, he said murderers and everyone in there has killed someone. I'm like, you mean like you? And but then in his but he bag, wouldn't get three years, I don't think, if he actually murdered. Well, God, he said he told me that the other night an old man came in from Beverly Hills, and he he said he was like in his eighties. We talked for a long time. He said he was in his eighties, and the guy just came in to jail saying, "I killed my wife. I killed my wife." <gasps> and uh, and then I said, "Oh no!" And he's like, "Well, it sounded like the wife was old and confused and had a knife and." Uh, attacked him or that was his story but he was very he was crying I was like I gotta get out of this place uh, but but yeah he he did have in the bag being crushed by the Bible his Michael Jackson hat like he was dressed like Michael Jackson that night it's like he had a purple like hat on uh, like a whatever you call those hats a fedora 
A fedora. Thank you. See, I'm so cool. I don't even know what they're called. But yes, I bought a fedora. I thought it would look good. And then I, I, I quit wearing it or I gave it to charity, just in case you were wondering. Oh, if I ever got caught up in this fedora craze, I knew you were going to ask that. <laughs> just anticipating all these, yeah. all these things. You know what that makes me think of is when I used to live, I had an apartment on Grace Avenue, which was off of Franklin, above Hollywood Boulevard. It was in that that weird little pocket where it's actually super dangerous. Yeah. Um, and there used to be a like there was like a herd of stray cats, like a hundred. Because there were old ladies that would feed these cats. So they would just kind of come around and be in this driveway. Anyway, I, bet I used I to walk down there. Sorry, I'm just saying I bet I could have picked them up and petted them. Anyway, carry on. Maybe. Yeah, I, you I, have the I, gift. Yeah, you have the yeah, gift. I am gifted. Um, but I was walking down to get like whatever kind of basics at the at the drugstore that was down on Hollywood, which is Hollywood Boulevard, like the shitty part. And literally, yeah. Literally and figuratively. <laughs> and um, I left the drugstore and I went across the street because it was one of those super cheap sunglasses stores yeah. where it was like, remember, it would be a wall of sunglasses, like like hundreds. Um, and they were all like $5 or you, something like that. You strike me as someone, and I'm only, we've never never done this together, but I, let, I bet you like to put on different sunglasses and laugh and turn... <laughs> And do different do. characters wearing the glasses. I can see you doing that. How about that with- these? I love to say. <laughs> what about what about me and these? I'll yell at the top of my lungs. <laughs> so I'm standing there, and this was like mid '90s, right? So it was all those rectangular black frame sunglasses with like red lenses or green lenses. Of course. Or bl- yeah. So I was I was like, oh, I need a new pair of these sunglasses. And an old lady came up to me with a huge smile on her face, and just stood right on my left side. And I turned and looked at her and then she goes, hello. And then I'm scared. I was like, yeah. And then I was like, hi. And then she walked away. And then I went to buy my sunglasses and the $20 bill that was in my pocket was gone. Oh, so wow. there are people and it's Los Angeles. You know what I mean? It's like a pretty big city. I think there's scam artists and not... I think what happened was she saw a $20 bill sticking out of my pocket and then just came right up and was like, yep, I'm going to I'm gonna be right near you. You'll see me so that you won't think I'm doing anything. And I'm yeah. old. But I think there's various and sundry scammers <laughs> uh, all, to all levels of scammers from the truly like, hey, I don't know what to do and I, I'll just tell you my story. And maybe that story worked once and now it's worked 500 times. It's the same exact story. Yeah. Sure. Um, or it could just be like a person who's just like a little bit of a pickpocket and knows to keep their eyes peeled for dumbasses like me who like keep their cash in like a loose pocket. Yeah, you like to hang it off like a dancing girl. <laughs> I mean, I truly didn't mean to, and I was so angry. I was like, yeah. that fucking old lady. I was gonna have a pair new pair of sunglasses and yeah. $15 change, and now I have zero things. Think back to those glasses, though. Aren't you glad you didn't buy them? Well, you know, here's what I know for a fact about <laughs> those sunglasses from the 90s. There was absolutely no UV protection in that right. glass. It was plastic. It, so you were basically yeah. shading your eyes and making your pupils Thereby get big opening your, so that the, yeah. the the sunbeams could go directly in and give you Into brain your cancer. iris and then reflecting like an upside-down drawing of a tree yes. off the back lens of your eyeball, shooting mm-hmm. it back 
to the image to the back side of your cornea, where then the image is re- reversed again back to normal <laughs> size. It's only upside down for a second in where your eyeball. Rods, where are the rods and cones in that process? They're firing. Most of them are firing. Some are in your brain when you get it anxious. Rods and in, cones fire in your incorrect. brain. <laughs> and And then also it is the rods and cones firing, and they are little loud explosions. Oh, you can actually hear them, and uh, those happen in your eye, and that is what expands your pupil or iris or or the uh, everything expands, letting in Pet- more light. Petite, the French call it the petite explosion. Yes, it is. Sure, I had the dumbest joke when I was younger about the the ha- the anvil, the stirrup, and the <laughs> hammer. The uh-huh. bones in your ear now obsolete. No one, they have no purpose anymore. But a lot of people don't know that when hundreds of years ago in our ears lived a tiny little blacksmith who'd make <laughs> horseshoes for our cavities. I actually used to say that as a joke and and wonder why I was having trouble on stage. And you said Austin. that on on stage. Yes, I you yes. Meant- I took that to the stage. It was a finished <laughs> joke, Karen. It was finished. It was ready for the to be hot off the presses. <laughs> I have always loved the idea of many things, as you know. I can't stop talking about it. But a tiny blacksmith that is working on the because why is it an anvil and a hammer and stirrup? That's all horse right. horse play. It's all that's all horse play for sure. I don't know. I think we're going to keep getting taken advantage of because I I uh, I am I am unable to do that, and I maybe I just admire it in someone else because. Yes. They they tried to teach us those talking points where the only answer can be, yes, here's my checkbook back when I was selling knives or selling coupon books. And I hated it. I hated doing it. I, I mean, I think some people are definitely built for it because I think there are some it. people like sensitive people, uh, people who pay attention to what other people do and say and are concerned about that. Yeah. They can't do it because they're too locked into the response they get. Whereas yeah. there's other people in this world who literally could give a shit about other people. They might not even be sociopaths. They might just be a little bit hardened or had whatever. You know what I mean? It's yeah. or they're that's with how their parents were or whatever. So they don't they're they have no sh- like shame, I guess. So it's like they'll say or do anything to get their way. Yeah. And when you have that like kind of behind, you know, that engine behind you, plus like, yeah, say you really do need to get that phone turned on, or say you really do need your own fucking burrito, you'll do it and yeah. you'll get it done. You know. <laughs> oh, I, I forgot. Also, when he <laughs> went to activate the phone, he didn't know the number, and I'm like, ah, oh, this might be a stolen phone. But then. The woman said, is the name on it light? And he said, yeah, Crystal. And then I was like, wait, (laughs) your girlfriend's name is Crystal Light? (laughs) And he didn't get it or understand why I was laughing. But um, He didn't? No, I guess. I don't know. He was in for a while. Crystal Light, That again, that's a thing that, that we believe in Crystal Light. Because it believed yeah, in us. Yeah, because we believe in us. Yeah, and that was, <laughs> when was that, the 80s? He, <laughs> that this was guy 80s was for born sure. in, in uh, probably 1990 uh, or, or 1980 or something. I don't know how too. old he was. He the had, other part of it, like the other part of it is he left fucking jail and had yeah, nowhere to go yeah, and no one to call right. and nothing in his pockets. Like, yeah, I did, I did the right thing. That but, seems like a bad setup. 
even if he wasn't, even if it's a scam, even if he walks around because he, uh, you know, whatever, he needed the phone activated. Or did I activate a stolen phone? I don't know. Who cares? Well, he's my friend now. And he also wanted me, he said, maybe what's your Instagram handle? Maybe we can hang out or you can make me dinner. Cause I said, I have to go home. I have to, I'm making dinner. I kept saying that. And uh, anyway, invited himself over for dinner. So maybe yeah, he did because he knows you're going to (laughs) say fucking yes. Chris. What is wrong with me? Why can't I? I'm so tired of getting steamrolled again. This was a situation of being charitable. I'm not ashamed of it. No, it's a decision you made. But hey, look, also, this is us being out in the world again. Like, did you have that whole conversation mask free? That's a that's a right. weird change. There's oh, all kinds of things that happening the, that we're not prepared for. The, the funny thing was, he's like, yeah, I can't believe... He said something to the effect, like, "What had? how how have things been? And I'm like, well, you were in jail the at the perfect time. The last three years have been... I, I mean, we've all been locked in our... Everyone's was kind of... It was a perfect time to be in jail. No one yeah. was able... The streets were empty. And he's like, what? I'm like, yeah, no one was driving. Like downtown, no cars. Like I get, he wasn't getting those visuals. I'm sure they watched the news, but he did. He knew COVID was happening, but the details he he was fuzzy on because he again was uh, locked in making jail. up new lies to tell you. Yeah, he was actually he was, he was right. distracted by trying to memorize your credit card number that he could see. He did drive off in a Mercedes. Is that a bad sign? <laughs> And the license plate <laughs> said, you sucka on it. It said, thanks, dummy. <laughs> yeah. T-H-N-X, dummy. And, and, and he honked his horn and the horn went, you're a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that happened one time I, there when I lived in the Upper Haight. There were little, uh, like, kind of fake punk rock kids. It was like oh, yeah. 1991. Sure. And they would all sit in the Upper Haight. Uh, and literally, they were just kind of on drugs and you know, wearing kind of shitty clothes. They had a lot of piercings and fucked up hair. And they would like literally just have their hand out, but like, you know, sweatshirt on. So they're like all in their sweatshirt, but like just gimme. And I just remember uh, being on my way from the gap to my second job and being like, fuck you. And I watched one kid who was just like, "Mm," like that. And then he got up and got into one of those old 2002 BMWs and drove away. I was like, you fucking piece of shit. That is, yeah, I used to see that. uh, uh, I can't remember. There was a name for the fake, the kids pretending on Guadalupe in Austin, right by UT. That was a great place for them to... And yeah, I, I, a bunch of them got picked up in a nice SUV. Granted, it was someone's mom probably, but yeah, yeah to see him actually get... Or the, the guy that's a cameo in every movie that plays guitar while roller skating, and he wears that turban, and he's like in L.A. Story, and anytime there was like... He's like a Venice Beach guy? Yeah, an establishing shot that says you're in California. They would go to Venice Beach and probably call him up. He was in yes. so many movies, and I saw him packing his... And he's talented and a sweet man. By some, uh, as far as I know, I saw him get into a very new Mercedes in sure. Venice Beach. After a Hell day yeah. of... But he's out there every day... You know, just playing and busking, busking and skating, he's skating like, and strumming. Live talent for tourists. I mean, he, that they pay. It's good money. He should have a Mercedes. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Why not? 
I just remember at the time... Everybody else in those movies has Mercedes. uh, Why can't he? At the time, I was uh, taking the bus, and I also had borrowed a Mustang that while I drove it, I had to hold on to the convertible top because it would fly off. (laughs) I drove that to that that Reality Bites Back show. Every day, I was holding onto the roof of my car while steering to go all the way out to some... And then everything changed, and... I'm glad that I had that experience, but uh, boy, it sucks to not have a car. The end. <laughs> no, no, we're doing a podcast, so yes. we're not we're not doing any endings. Oh, right, converse we're, conversation. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, that yeah. was not the end. Do Don't not it down. Do not turn off your de- devices because I said Please. the end. Yeah, Please. it's it's not it's not the case. It's not what's happening. No. Well, I mean, I do think it's really, it's just weird because it's almost like the war in Ukraine started and then everyone now is pretending like summer's starting and that COVID is over and everything's normal. Like there is a very distinct kind of like, this is what we're doing now thing. So like I went to dinner with my friends at that awesome restaurant Kismet. Uh, over in Los Feliz. Yeah. And the waiters still were wearing masks, but everybody else wasn't. And everybody was out. I mean, there's just people fucking everywhere. Yeah. And it is this weird... I, I don't know. I'm just bringing it up because I think it's a really... I'm very excited that it feels different. I don't trust it, of course. Me either. But it is that kind of thing where I'm like, oh, yeah. I, like, hopefully they'll just be like shows or things to do or like ways to regroup again if this is all actually happening. Yeah, yeah. Part of me is safely looking at it like a little vacation between variants. But it also, when you see people not, like, because of things like Ukraine, or it happened before when when uh, they murdered George Floyd, everyone, it was like a, a celebration of like, we're not the most important thing right now. Let's go out and celebrate life because something else is happening that's more important than us worrying about ourselves. I There's something healthy about it, but a lot of it is just people taking advantage of that. And they're like, great, I get to go and try and make out with people in the streets. You know? There's nothing wrong with that. Hey, that's why hey. it was a, yeah. It, it, making out in the streets. Go do it. Uh, I'm just excited to get to go out to dinner again because I don't cook. And I'm tired of all the places I've been ordering from. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was the fact that I was calling restaurants, getting ingredients going down, getting them coming home. That's as crazy as I was getting. But yeah, I don't want to use order food to my house anymore. I really don't want to do that. The problem with me is, is I know that there's plenty of fine choices and even healthy choices. Yeah. But by the time I'm actually ordering, it's always 7.30. Like, it's always way past the point where I should have started to eat or think about it. Mm -hmm. So I'm tired and I'm hungry and grumpy and low blood sugar. And so I'll always, in that scenario, I will always order a cheese-based dinner. Yeah. Which is like the worst case. It's the worst thing you do. And to, for cheese to be the main, the actual base of the meal, 
a bed of cheese. Built on on it. There needs to be several layers of cheese. (laughs) You're talking about lasagna, right? There's. I mean, just me garfielding out. Every day is Monday over here. Yeah, what day of the week is it? It's always Monday. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it's definitely, (laughs) definitely lasagna. Just ridiculous. I mean, I don't know. And also because it was so hot today that it's like, ooh, summertime. There's there's just, I think... Time for some cheese. (laughs) It's cheese. I want hot cheese. I'm going to go out and watch other people eat cheese with no mask. Spectator sport, cold (laughs) frozen cheese on a stick and lick it like a lollipop. I mean... (laughs) I wonder if there is some, oh, I guess yogurt, frozen yogurt is kind of cheesy. Oh, that, I don't ever want that. I don't think I'll ever be able to eat frozen yogurt again. That's a good what? thing, though, because TCBY is a, that, remember what a big deal it was to have frozen yogurt for the longest time? Oh, yeah. That was such a big deal, and I never got it. That's because you don't diet. It's, it's basically, you can have ice cream with less calories and less oh, fat. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I think it's all ruined for people now that you've you've invented the cheese flavor. <laughs> yeah. of frozen yogurt. Now that I've got, invented mozzarella yogurt, it's ruined. Yeah, we sell it, but uh, if you want to get technical, this cheese stuff is not the country's best yogurt. It's not. <laughs> also, we but also, wasn't it either the country's best or something? Thank God. Wait. Right, TC. it's an acronym. They can't believe there was something like not being able to believe it's yogurt. I can't, oh. but that would be I C B Y. I can't believe it's not yogurt. Are you thinking? Of I the can't butter? believe it. It is yogurt. Oh, I'm having a yeah. I just feel like uh, I know exactly what you're talking about, but I feel like if we go any further, we might look dumb. <laughs> Oh, I think it's happening right this second. <laughs> Do it. Since no. the beginning of this podcast. TCBY, it, taking care of business? <laughs> yogurt? Yeah. Taking par- care, care TC- of yogurt business? Taking care of... Tony, the, oh, no. They are, Tony uh, can't believe yogurt. That's what the original I also was intimidated by a guy once with a taking care of business tattoo because he was into Elvis's karate. Chris, I think you're blaming tattoos. I'm sorry I'm shaming bad doorbell motor tattoos one acquires <laughs> in prison, but a lot of the ideas are bad, and they're just out there to make guys like me hand over the money. <laughs> hand it over. Look at the bloody boxing glove. I just, a tattoo of hand it over on your arm, and you just roll up your sleeve. <laughs> you flex your muscle. Yeah, let's hand just, it over. Let's just get to the point. Hand it over. Backwards letters. I wonder, though, everybody having been locked in their houses for two years, if if on-the-street scamming is, like, at an all-time high. Because I honestly, if somebody came up to me and was like, you're the first person I've talked to out of jail, Mm -hmm. I would have probably done exactly what you did. Yeah. It's not like I would have been like, oh, really? Peace out or whatever. Yeah. It is I, a. First of all, I, I wouldn't have said peace out. I don't know why I said it now. Yeah, <laughs> I and then and then slide down your blue lens glasses. <laughs> ah, Wink. Peace out with peace signs. I I he also just got me in a good mood a lot, and I feel bad about it. Every we all do when someone comes up and they are down and out. But I gotta go. I have one thing to do today. I can't stop. Yes. Uh, and I, I do do that, and then I feel bad, or I go back. Uh, 
But this time, yeah, there was nothing. I I was in. I you was were, the only had, one in the parking he picked lot. You. Yeah. Yeah. He picked you. you also, yeah, if it's in a parking lot, that's bad too. Yeah. Yeah. But there was other people around. He at no point, he was actually, ha- he looked like he was happy to be out of jail and wanted to celebrate. But, uh, you know, he also just had a kind face. There, I don't that's know. That's what he- I was going to tell you. Is oh, okay. Years ago, sorry, but years ago, I read this really good article in The New Yorker about a guy who had a very similar thing happen to him where a girl, he was walking down the street and a girl walked up and she was kind of crying and she kind of made eye contact, but then like whatever. And she was like looking around and seeming upset. And so then he went, are you okay? And she was like, I just, uh," and it was like this story where she like, I just rented this car and I, and like, I gave this guy cash so I could rent this car and da-da-da. And she tells the story about how basically this guy ripped her off. Yeah. And she was then stranded in Manhattan. And and she's like, I, I'm trying to call my mom. She lives in Queens and she's not picking up the phone or whatever. And so he's ba- it's basically like she needs to take a cab to Queens. She needs a hundred bucks. Yeah. And he gives it to her. And then like three months later, he's walking down the same street and he sees her oh. in exactly the same scenario, half crying. In her thing. work clothes. And he walks up. Yeah. And he walks up to the guy she's talking to and says, she got me three months ago. This is all a scam. And, she, and then she immediately was like, fuck you. And then just turned around and walked away. And he yeah. he couldn't believe it. Because wow. he entirely bought into this world and it was very easy to buy into this yeah. world. And that, and then he was so, like, it was kind of about how he felt bad because, yeah, this is her job and this is, like, how she makes money. But at the same time, he's like, I got scammed. Let, at least let me keep you from getting scammed. Yeah, it that's great. That would be, that's everyone's dream is to get, catch, especially after you've been robbed, you know, to catch someone to, if I could have caught someone going into my garage to steal my bike. They bent up the door. If I just had gone out and saw them and went, oh, hello, it looks like you're breaking into my... And then they just run away. It would feel so good to catch someone, but we never do. Unless then they turn around and hold up their arm and there's nunchucks. the terrifying <laughs> yeah. nunchuck tattoo. Yeah, I just made it worse. <laughs> Ooh, a tattoo of bloody nunchucks. No. Oh, I got to do... it. both my bikes. A flash page of the most intimidating tattoos. Good idea. Yeah, I will. How about a, a roaring cat? <laughs> a, a hissing cat. Sorry, you, hissing. Yeah. Are you sure it's not a cat that enjoys the time of the 1920s? A roaring. Felix the cat? Oh, a roaring cat. <laughs> yeah. Ro- oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not on my best behavior, Karen. <laughs> what happened? Uh, no, I just keep, uh, you know, my brain's, my brain's on the fritz. You know why we use? I can't all our... stop thinking of James Fritz. I none of us can. He's a he's America's sweetheart. <laughs> he is. It's because we podcasted yesterday. Yeah. We used all our our talking energy. I um, have you been? Fine. I theft. I have said is my least favorite crime. I I can understand uh, murder and things like that. People can piss <laughs> you off, but theft actually just taking someone's thing it really bothers me. Not from a store, I guess, as much, but. Robbing people. I really hate it. When did you, when's your last, when were you last robbed in a uh, classic? Well. Anyone ever I mean, break I've, in your house? No. Okay, Not good. that I know of. That's why I got my dog, George, when I got her, when I was 
uh, living by myself after yeah. I came back, got when I got divorced, went off to work in New York and then Chicago, and then came home and realized, I'm mean, it's just a target sitting here waiting yeah. to be, and and had all these, it was fucking Burbank. It was yeah. like, it wasn't happening, but. Yeah, that was a nice, that was a nice neighborhood. But that's when I got George, and that's, and basically a really loud kind of lunatic dog bark keeps yeah. most, most sure. things away, most people. Um, I'm but trying it would to think keep of like, me away too. I don't want a loud, insane barking while I'm just. Uh, that's something I need to get over because I need an animal around in my life. I need to get over the meowing and the barking thing. Did you know I had yeah. a thing about that? Nope. Nope. I can't take it, Karen. The well, then you can't and have either because that's all it is. That's all you it you I, do with pets. I have, been very lucky in my life to be only affiliated with quiet, non-meowing, non-barking cats and dogs. I don't know why it wasn't something, you know, that they learned. Just you can get lucky. Sometimes there's a quiet, thoughtful animal in your life, and I'm there for it. Am I coming out of left field with a lot of this stuff? A little I feel bit. Like I'm off. Yeah, a little yeah, bit. yeah, yeah. Do you think people are going to listen and be like, "Oh, Chris is office rocker today"? I mean, we'll get a, we'll get a, we'll get a rhythm going, and then here I come out of nowhere with this snooze festival change well, of plans. Because let me answer your question that you asked me about being right. robbed. Uh, this is why I'm bad I at scamming. I honestly thought you were. I thought you were literally circling back to feline aids again, and I was no, just like, I don't I, know if I can sit here. I this. told you at the top of the show, I'm going to mention feline aids <laughs> every episode. I was just ramping up to it, but we might as well say it now. I had a cat once that had feline aids, and it came as quite a surprise. Not enough people have heard about it. I've gotten actual threats. Please stop talking about feline aids. No, I'm. Tr- I was going to tell you yes. a story about about thinking I was being robbed and actually not being robbed. And I steamrolled it, and I'm sorry because you're fine. <laughs> because um, because we lived in a terrible part of Sacramento. This was when we lived in the house that was next door to the serial killer Dorothea Puente's house, and she Wait. had only been arrested a couple years before. You, This is something you talked about on your other podcast. I do not know about Dorothea Puente's. And okay, you, let me just, I'll brief you quickly. Okay, great. She was very, an old gal, and mm-hmm. she, so she's probably in her 70s, I think, and she looked even older. She ran a boarding house for like, almost like a halfway house, and it was away for, it was, only for people who were on social security. And oftentimes they were either very old, they didn't have anyone to take care of them, or they were somehow um, in need of extra support. And she basically made sure what was happening was that their social security check was being mailed to their house, to her house, which is where they lived. And then she would kill them, bury them in the backyard and keep collecting their social security. How did she, I don't, how did she... Cash the check, I guess. I'll tell you right now. Okay, great. No, no, you can ask me. I'll tell you. Yeah, yeah. There was a bar across the street, a total hideous dive bar that even at our most insane and alcoholic, we would not go into this bar. And it was it was scary. 80 feet away from our front door. And that's how scary it was. She would go in there and they would cash all those checks. So they cashed all social security checks from anybody that she brought in. When she went in, they're like, kill another one, huh? 
No, no. I think they thought she's a trustworthy old lady and they were doing her oh, a service wow. by helping her because she lived across the street. Wow. Is what I think. And then the, the surprise, when she got caught, was the last person. I actually covered this on the podcast when she got caught. The last person who she was taking care of had a bunch of people around him that really cared about him that were like, no, where is he for real? Where is he? Someone's cashing his checks. Where is he? And they finally caught her. No one has suspected it. And they dug up that backyard, which we could see from our back porch. We could oh, see wow. into the yard. This was while you were living there. It, it was, the, she got caught and arrested and they dug up the backyard, I would say, a couple years before yeah. we lived there. But we could see the backyard. Oh, okay. Um, so it, that alone was scary enough. Because right. there were, he, she literally had buried, I think, five, it, between five and 10 people in that backyard. Yeah. Wow. Insane. Just crazy. So anyway, that's the neighborhood we lived in where literally one night we had to start yelling at a guy because he was beating his girlfriend with an old vacuum cleaner. And across the street, they just would, people would dump garbage. So the, the across the street was an empty lot filled with random garbage. So a guy just picked up like an old broken vacuum cleaner and started hitting his girlfriend with it. Karen, <laughs> I just want to say that sucks. Boo. <laughs> I know. I Hey, <laughs> jokes are great, but a lot of people hey. like them. Sorry. No, no, people do. Um, I'm just saying it sucks to do that. That's all I'm saying. I don't know why. Back you're to the too, serious. Don't not pretend also, that you're not. I'm don't not. Don't pretend that you're not doing an ice I cream will, cone joke. I like you're will, literally doing a I, joke. I will that pretend. You find. <laughs> you I, will, and you I, still I, are. I am pretending. You continue to. It is bad to do so that. So one night, I'm pretending I was to on, parked on the street uh -huh. in this neighborhood, and my the car battery to my Volkswagen died. And I was really drunk because I had been at a bar and I was trying to drive home. And it was, but it was like very close by. It was like two blocks away or something. Yeah. And I was sitting there and a guy ran up. It was like he knew I was in trouble, but he was on so many drugs that he didn't know how to handle. Oh. He didn't know how to take advantage of me. It was like that, that PCP run. I don't know what that is. Uh, on PCP, a lot of guys have superpowers. They try and take on a bunch of cops or run from a helicopter. Oh, it's usually right. PCP that makes you run. That's the drug that makes you run. This guy was like, yeah, it was a little more... Uh, he thought he was organized in his thoughts because he was mm -hmm. pretending to help me jumpstart my car, yeah. but he didn't have a car. And I was kind of a little bit slow and I was just kind of like, sorry, wait, what? And he was doing all this stuff to my car. And then I was like, oh shit, I don't know what this guy's doing. And he's, you know, whatever. And like, then he what just was he ran doing away. To your car? Like he, drumming on it and tapping and kicking? He had opened the back. And oh, he was wow. like, it was, he was pulling the caps off the top of the battery. And then he took my jumper cables, hooked them up, and then like put them aside and went and did another thing and did all this stuff. And then he just ran away. Oh, he was. It was so, it was so weird. And I literally just unhooked the jumper cables, put them in my car, and then like very slowly drove home of like, whatever that was, you, you basically just missed it by a half an inch. Oh my God. Do you feel like he went, ran around the corner and laughed at the funny, funny skit he did? <laughs> Could have been. Or was he not? He's like, I, she's so confused and that is so funny. It could have been that. Well, it also could have been he honestly this thought. PCP. <laughs> yeah, he honestly thought he had a car yeah. and it wasn't until he went to 
Or he thought if he jump starts my car on another car that he can somehow get into that's parked behind me, maybe he can steal my car once the car's jumped. Something along those lines, I think. Then he just kind of gave up on the entire, on the entire thing. He maybe thought it was his car. We've made that mistake. (laughs) That someone else is in your car? Yes. One time in Austin, I, I got out, okay, I got out of a grocery store and uh, I was being picked up by my girlfriend and I saw my car. It was very, a red Mustang two-door was like the car of Texas. I didn't, I bought a car right before I drove down there and everyone had this car. And I just got in the car and the guy who was picking up his wife or he thought he was, didn't look at me. We just silently drove out of the parking lot. (laughs) And then I was looking at the dash and there was like a triple A thing or a good Sam's Club sticker. And I just look up and there's this old man. (laughs) It was so great. And I'm like, oh, we've made a mistake. And he's like, what? what?" And then we laughed. We laughed so hard. (laughs) I'm so glad that he just laughed. And then- Yeah, thank God. Yeah, we went back and there was there was Maggie in my car and his <laughs> wife was standing there confused. They were about to act out their version because <laughs> she thought it was the funniest thing ever. It was it was right at the same spot. Oh man, what a joy. Also, what a joy to remember. And that's a very um like Uber Lyft thing to happen, but you yeah. guys did it years before. Yeah, yeah. It it has happened to me. And people have gone in my car. It's like, I just have a black car. Get the fuck out. I'm very <laughs> aggressive when it happens now. <laughs> get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. Hey, get the fuck out. Look at these tattoos. <laughs> uh, take some of that get the fuck out energy I and do. bring it toward the scammers that yeah, approach you on the street. To, I need to bring it to my own uh, door-to-door sales. Just a little bit. Don't go, you know, not to quote 30 Rock, but don't go to a second location with a scammer. Right. If he needs to charge his phone, you give him $30 and walk away and say, God right. bless on getting your phone charged. Yeah, you don't I, have to take on tasks and errands oh, it was, for people. It was twice as much money. We thought it was going to be 30 Anyway, but I did say at one point, I'm like, well, this is where we part ways. And that worked pretty well. You have to turn yeah. to an old cowboy. Y- yes, you also have to you, like just say it. You have to do it. You have to like yeah. stop entertaining it after yeah. a while. Yeah, but first give your phone number or Instagram handle. That's important. Yeah. Did you it, give him your phone number? No, he asked for it, and I said no. Let's do the Instagram thing because he did. He mentioned that first. For, for all I know, we become friends and he'll be listening to this episode by the time we post it and I'll be embarrassed about my new friend who's coming over for dinner tonight. <laughs> he was not, yeah, yeah. I don't know. He was a nice guy. Look. Look. We all got to be careful out there these we days. We do. That's all I'm saying. We're all, a- we all haven't done anything. You know what I'm doing today? I'm actually going to the doctor today for the first time. Just for a checkup? before COVID, yeah. You're just going, there's nothing wrong. No. You're, there's no signs. Are you lethargic? <laughs> yes, but it, but that's not why I made the appointment. No, no, I just, I haven't been to the doctor in a really long time. Do you time. mind if I pinch your skin to see if it stays <laughs> in the same position? <laughs> Is that a good sign or a bad sign? It's a sign of dehydration and oftentimes feline aids. <laughs> 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 it is. It is. 
I would no, are you serious? Even, even as a kid, I would <laughs> I would pinch my cat's skin to see if because uh, we know all our cats had leukemia or something. It's it's, it's the point is don't put that's your why cat they were so quiet in a that cat was, show. That's why there there was no meowing. Well, they're also they just rampant yeah, disease. It helps them do better in the poise category of these shows. <laughs> if you put your cat in a cat show, they will get. Leukemia or or feline AIDS are very similar, actually, um, and it is you don't get it from fucking and fighting. You can just get it from another cat's sneeze. Chris, sorry, I'm gonna stop so you. So tomorrow, you're actually talking about feline AIDS again. I know, I know, I know. You, you I, already, I pro- you got your good joke. I promised myself. Now we're I gonna dip out. Cry. We're gonna dip back out. I promised myself. Jesus Christ! I'm just in a panic because I'm worried about your doctor's appointment. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Uh, no, it's just that I haven't been to the doctor, and so I'm like, I need some blood tests. I need to yeah. make sure there's nothing wrong with me. Uh, I mean. I've been in my house for fucking yeah. two and a half years. I don't know from any, I feel tired, but maybe yeah. everybody feels tired right. or whatever, but there's right. nothing. And also I have to get a new neurologist because my my neurologist who I've had for years retired. Yeah. And then I just kind of went, oh no. And right. so I have to get a referral yeah. and I have to get my um, seizure medicine re Yeah, you know, yeah. Shit, I, shit like that. Are you going to get any cameras? Put, put in any me? orifices? Not if I I'm can gonna, help it. I'm, that's what I'm literally going to do. I'm going to be like, hi, I'm a man of a certain age. Give me all the cameras and all the uncomfortable holes. Hmm. And please look at my eyeballs. Why am I needing different glasses strengths monthly? Get, I want to do that too. It's important. They're getting worse by the month, yes. your eyes? Yes. My vision is is declining. I'm not too worried about it, but I think it should... Stay the same uh, poor vision, at least for a year, not increasingly nah. worse. In- yeah. Incorrect. Because yeah. <laughs> you don't know and you're not an eye doctor. No, I'm not. And, Is and that an ophthalmologist? Also... <laughs> what? Yeah. Op- well, there's an optometrist and an ophthalmologist. Now I want to make that mistake again and buy some glasses I don't need just because I was going to check out my eyeballs. You need them, though. <laughs> yeah, I do. Uh, I do. I know I do. Optometrist is the doctor. Ophthalmologist is the is the glasses. Really, I thought it was the opposite. Okay. Oh wait, it is the opposite. Maybe it is. Who knows? Ophthalmologist is the doctor. That's right. That's right. It's... My mom used to work in the ophthalmology department at Kaiser. That's oh, why okay. I was using was such a permanent, an expert per- tone permanent... of voice. But actually, I'm not an expert whatsoever. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, and and I won't let you interrupt me with that terrible pun. <laughs> I will keep fucking finishing my sentence, motherfucker. What are you doing? I was just going to say, was that a permanent yes, was position? Yes, uh, yeah, was curious. Permanente. Was I was curious how long, if they told her it was a temporary job, if she was temping. That's all. I wasn't making a joke. <laughs> Kaiser Permanente happens to be the name of the place. Jeez. Uh-huh. It's just yeah. a weird coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> I jumped out my throat. Yeah, I want to get, I want to, I want to do what you're doing. I want to. Let's go to the doctor, everybody. It's time. We've been sitting here, laying around. God anything knows anything could have happened. Anything could be several years. growing on a. We could have mold in the, our ears. Just My go to a doctor. I want to be like, hey, will you just take some blood and let me know what's what's up? Right. Just like take some blood and see. Yeah. Who knows? Also, middle age. You know what I think it is. My good friend had a stroke, and now he 
has lived a very full life and you know what I mean? Like whatever. Yeah. Uh, but I kept thinking about it after he told me about it where, where he's fine and he's yeah. like taking right. care of it and whatever. And he's now very healthy. But I was like, oh, that's right. We're just fucking middle-aged and we have to care yeah. about things like this and pay it's attention time. to them. And yeah, yeah I, I got a very sweet call from my dad that was saying it was time for me to get a, you know, a proctology thing. And I think he's right. It's time we do that stuff. And by proctology thing, you know, I'm just—that's what I mean by a camera. Proctology call, a little, a sweet, sweet. (laughs) It was very, it was very kind of him. It was just advice. He knows I'm already an adult, but he's right. It's time to do these things. He's checking in. He's making sure. Did you tell him about your eyes and the problems you're having? I don't want him to worry. But uh, but losing your eyesight is just part of getting old. Yeah, that's what most people are saying. There is uh, there's also a documentary about my hip device causing blindness. So I do go there. Did you watch that? And when you say documentary, do you mean a video on YouTube? No, it, it's on Netflix. It talks about a bad, a lot of bad uh, implants. Like vaginal mesh is the most famous one where there was a settlement and... There was a bunch of known ones, but my exact hip is featured in it. And I had just had it put in. I was still recovering. And there was a guy, but I talked to my doctor and he said, it has to be, there would be signs that your body is rejecting it. There, it that happens because of a bad installation. And with, with you, we did a perfect thing. But I still, in the back of my mind, I'm like, that metal cobalt is still in my body. It's, apparently, that's not supposed to be in a human body. Who knows? All I know is I can run like the wind. I just don't know where I'm going. <laughs> ah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know what's happened, but we can never record two podcasts in a row ever again. Oh, yeah. Have I been that bad? <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Maybe you're right. Wait. <laughs> that was a mean thing of me to say. And no, I no. really no. like that response. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, have I, I been? You're have like, I re- it was like so oh, delightful. No. Oh, no. Have I... I really, really been that bad? Oh, nuts. I knew I was being a little bad. I mean, no, you're not being bad at all. You, but I know you're, we, but talking about medical shit, I, I started it. It's my yeah. fault. It's yeah. fucking boring as hell. Secondly, you're, if you have eye macular degeneration, if I may. Oh, yeah. I've heard of that. That's happening anyway. Yeah. You can have, and also my dad's had three different hip replacements. Right. He's had all kinds of cobalt in his body. Right. And his eyes are fine. Yeah. So. His likely is titanium. But who knows? Maybe he's got the cobalt stuff. It's the best. Well, he's had them all. That's oh, what I'm really? saying. He's he, he probably had the one that used to be made of tin. Like, who the <laughs> fuck knows? He's real yeah. old and he keeps getting his hips replaced. So, you know, he's yeah. he's gone through it. Like I don't care. But it's still the best decision I've ever made. But yeah, it is. Today's episode, it might be a snooze fest to some, but <laughs> the people that already like us are going to listen to it and be like, this was a little different. <laughs> Is Chris drunk again? And did I'm you not. go to a daytime party? I'm drinking water. Oh, did I mispronounce vodka again? <laughs> uh, let's, let's end this exactly at an hour. It We're is. right there. Okay, cool. Yeah, finally. Right? Uh, we well, did our good fucking luck. work for the good week. Luck. I'm glad you're going to the doctor. I'm also going to go. 
Okay, good. You know what? This can be a running, a running like bit. How's yeah. Chris, Chris's eyes right. doing? People how will... did his proctology exam go? Yes. All of it. We can talk be, about all and of it. And go and get in the gory details. People love that stuff. They sure do. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, yeah. And, uh, and be careful out there. Don't trust the kind face of a stranger. <laughs> but uh, these any, are all the things we <laughs> go get some of, random blood tests when you're you, feeling tired. Yeah. If you're feeling tired, take care of that shit. And if someone is a sweet and beautiful person and they give you any kind of attention, you fucking run. <laughs> <laughs> That's the lesson for the <laughs> yep. week. Thank you. <laughs> You've been listening to Do You Need a Ride? D Y N A R. AR. <laughs> This has been an Exactly Right production. Produced by Casey O'Brien. Mixed by John Bradley. Artwork by Chris Fairbanks. Theme song by Karen Kilgariff. Follow the show on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Dynar Podcast. That's D-Y-N-A-R Podcast. For more information, go to exactlyrightmedia.com. Listen, follow, and leave us a review on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget, you can listen to new episodes one week early on Amazon Music or early and ad-free by subscribing to Wondery Plus in the Wondery app. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Follow Do You Need a Ride on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen so you never miss an episode. If you like what you hear, rate and review the show. And visit the exactlyrightstore.com to purchase Do You Need a Ride merch.